Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Well, hello once again and welcome along to the Radio City Breakfast Show podcast for another week, another week and another couple of dollars. And uh, what a week it's been. Of course, we were joined live on the show by our good old friends. They've been on a couple of times now, haven't they? They have. And they're all very au fait and familiar with what we do and what we're all about. And they get us, and we get them. I, they guys. are my favourite celebrities. They're lovely. I know, but you like them for different reasons, Simmer. <laughs> one in particular. Oh, I. Which oh, one? Nikki. Which one? Louis Nikki. Walsh. No. Louis, yeah. <laughs> Nikki, you silly pair. Yeah, <laughs> who's got a silly pair? <laughs> yeah, mine might be sillier, but they're certainly bigger than his pair. Hey. Right, uh, here are the four guys from Westlife. They've got a new album out called Gravity, which comes out around the 17th or 18th of November. Here's the boys, Westlife when they joined the co. So welcome back to the Radio City Tower. Welcome back to uh, the Radio City Breakfast Show with myself and the co. How are you all doing? Good, Pretty thanks. Good, yeah. Doing yes. well. You sound and then fine fit. We've got the new single, the uh, Safe Out, which uh, comes out next weekend, around Bonfire Weekend. It, it comes, comes out, out on the 7th. 7th, yeah. See, it comes out, these records all come out on a Sunday night now, don't they? They come out yeah. and download yeah. on a Sunday. Well, a Sunday morning. Oh, right. On Saturday night, technically, you know. Okay, One so minute past 12 on a Stroke Saturday of midnight. The stroke of midnight, you can download uh, the Safe. And, uh, of course, Gravity, the new album, comes out about a week or so later. Is that right? A week later, exactly. Right. Yeah. Now, you recorded the album, it says, in London and California. When you guys go to California, uh, are you recognised as much, slightly more, slightly less? Everywhere we go. I mean, you can't even walk down Sunset without getting <laughs> absolutely mobbed. Honestly. By, by European people. <laughs> really? So, uh, so no, you we do... No, we're joking, no. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a lot of fun actually this year in LA because um, we uh, we kind of rented two cars ourselves. We didn't really have a you know tour manager and and security and all that kind of lark with us. So we were just the four of us and and the guy we were working with called John Shanks. Yeah. Um, he lives in LA and he also has a studio in LA. So we were kind of going back and forward from his house studio to the studio in La Brea, um, recording the album and, and just you know living a really you know having a good vibe and and, and living it up while we were recording the album. So we had a lot of fun actually on, on one Saturday night while we we're in LA um, recording one of the songs and um, we were kind of itching to get out of there it was half seven and it was like you know it's it's hollywood it's saturday night come yeah. on john what's going on and obviously you know john's from there so he was like no no we got loads to do so eventually we 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 kind of twisted his arm and you know we finished wrapped it up till monday morning and we were able to go out in the town in la that was kind of wow kinda cool I, as well i can't believe your management let you fall loose on your own with no management bods around <laughs> in, yeah, in they California. didn't know you know it was good fun uh, so you got the album done and dusted, uh, Gravity, and uh, and as I said, Safe comes out uh, next week. So the stroke of stroke of midnight next uh, Saturday into Sunday morning, you can download Safe. We all uh, turn into werewolves. Uh, and we, and safe is out. <laughs> you've got uh, you've got your tour, which uh, touches down at the fabulous Echo Arena on the 18th, the day after Paddy's Day. That's right, yeah, March. We're going to be having a little celebration, I think, in Liverpool. Because we're oh, we'll be hungover. No, no, I think we're, we're going to wait and then go out in Liverpool. It's always, we went out in Liverpool last year. Like, oh, remember? I split my head open in Liverpool right. last time. That was, that well, was how did you do that and where did you do it? Key and beat him up. No, Key, yeah. <laughs> we were, Just we were staying at the Mount Mason Hotel. That's and, right. Um, we uh, we did the gig, great gig, and um, we we decided to go for a few drinks, and we ended up I don't know where we were, but we ended up in 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 some club, and then we ended up back at the hotel, and. At one point of the night, or the early morning, our uh, security and Keen decided to try and pick me up and you know throw me towards a bed yeah. in in a hotel room. So me being the 
the fight that I am. I wrestled them back and we ended up hitting the floor and me banging my head on the side of the I table. I Nicky's version of that story. So, um, <laughs> that's the true version. And when I, when I got up and I kind of thought that didn't feel good hitting I me tell you the what table. really happened. I lifted him above my head and threw him at a wall. Right, okay. That's more believable. That's <laughs> really what I am. I am a lot cooler too. I'm, I'm, I remember, I remember that going back into, uh, or going into A&E at 7 o'clock in the morning um, in, in Liverpool Hospital. In, um, <laughs> is it Liverpool City? No, Liverpool. Uh, it could be the, the Royal. Royal. The Royal. I can't imagine Royal. seeing the Westlife sitting in the Royal. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's actually myself and Shane in there in, in A and E. And Shane gave a uh, Shane given from. No, Manchester. he wasn't. Out, that was a different night. Oh. So um, <laughs> oh, nice to be in A and E. I'm just going to sit in the Royal and see if they walk in. <laughs> <laughs> so five stitches later, yeah, we uh, we did the show the next night. I think we we're in Sheffield the next night. Go it was on, good man. fun. Thank you to everybody who stitched me up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, well and truly stitched up in Liverpool. Uh, so uh, originally signed, of course, you guys by Simon. Now, this is back in the days before Simon Cowell was the uh, the icon that he is now worldwide. Um, what was he like back then compared to now? Exact same as he is right now. Exact same as he is, yeah. We met him last week, actually. We had a meet with him. Um, yeah, he's the exact same. He hasn't actually really changed that much. It's just his, his bank account. Wider. His yes, bank account's got a lot bigger. His trousers are higher. He's and his bank account's bigger. And his hair's blacker. <laughs> his hair's more square. <laughs> yeah, he's is got that, more of a square haircut now. I think he's I think he's developing it more and more squares. We build up to Halloween. Like to, if he, might, he might be going on that. He dressed up as younger Frank. now than he did back then. I reckon he does. He's getting yeah. a lot more sleep. That's what it is. Yeah. Is uh, that what it is? It's right? moisturizer. I think uh, Louis beginning to look a bit, uh, bit younger as well. He's been going to bed early as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he wakes up awfully surprised looking. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. I know you've been friends with Louis for a long, 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 long time. But, you know, whatever he's done to his bonnet and everything else, he is beginning to look a little bit like uh, like uh, Danny LaRue. Danny LaRue. Yeah. We're going to have to Google Danny LaRue. Yeah. Think of what he looks like. You, you Google Danny LaRue. Ah, you got you got to give him credit. He's making an effort. No, yeah. he is. He's definitely, definitely making it. He does get it ripped out of him something serious, though, in the x Factor. Doesn't he just? It's so silly. He needs I, to stand up for we, himself. We told him this week he needs to stand up for himself and start really getting really bitchy on the next episode. So he just needs watch to tell him this this week. He, he it's going needs to, be... to tell him to shut up and yeah. stop. Like, you know... Yeah, he's going to be... I'd say Louis going to be the, the worst ever this week. He's going to be really bad. Do you reckon he's going to be bad this week? I think week? he's going to attack all of them this week, yeah. Because you, you, you did the X Factor last year, and that was at the back of uh, Whitney Houston's performances and, uh, of course, Robbie Williams's performances. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. And, uh, and you brought a bit of sanity and normality... Uh, to the entire show. You saying that, that when Westlife went on the X Factor last year, it was one of the best moments of the year. I think it was just what, possibly the best moment ever since X Factor <laughs> uh, ever 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 began. I would, I'd actually agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a couple of trues or false here. You know the way you Google oh, stuff and you get stuff right. Uh, a reunion with former bandmate Brian McFadden is on the cards. Is that true or false? False. false. Definitely, definitely false. Honestly, false, yeah. Okay, is he, is he working as, like, as a radio presenter out in Australia or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's doing, doing a few different bits and pieces. I think he's doing a radio He's in America. He's, he's releasing this uh, song out in America now, isn't he's he? living in L.A. now. Living yeah, but he's still, he goes, he's, I think it's a certain time of year he goes back to Australia and fills in for... Um, people the on the radio, there, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, and then he does uh, Australia's Got Talent as well. Right. Okay. Uh, apparently, Westlife want to produce their own brand of condoms. False. Totally that false. Was a, that was just a joke because our single is called Safe. All oh, right, okay. Ah. See, I see. And of course... So Shane wants to preach safe sex, so just oh. for those of you who didn't understand that, that's exactly what he meant. All oh, right, okay. Well, that's very good. That's very good. Well, of course, the old Irish gag, which I get all the Irish gags told to me, is why does the Irishman wear two condoms? To be sure, to be sure. <laughs> ah, very good. Right, Westlife are backing Cher to win this year's X Factor. No. False. Well, Nikki from Westlife thinks Cher will win it.
I Keep in for my life doesn't. I in for my life. And Mark for my life. Mark actually does like him in fairness. I don't know. I think she's. Uh, I think she's just like a a share looker like, but an attitude of lady sovereign. <laughs> that's my yeah, take. No, on. that's that's an insult to her. To to Lady Sovereign, I know it no, shouldn't be. No, 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 to share. She's not. She's not that bad. She's not like Lady Sovereign. No well, okay, way. okay. Well, she's she's got that sort of attitude. I think Lady Sovereign is quite good. No, I don't. <laughs> right, they're going to start fighting again. They'll end up in A and E later on. Uh, stand by at the Royal Hospital. Well, the set of the boys from Westlife around again. Uh, right then, is it the true? A fan chose Gravity. The uh, the, yes, the, the true, time of time. True. true. Yeah. Very you, true. Oh, how did that come about? Via Twitter, um, yeah. Nikki tweeted, if you have any album ideas, please yeah. send them to me. And Album uh, title ideas. Titles, and uh, he missed get Gravity, is that correct, Nikki? That's correct. Mark, Mark. Ha- Mark actually likes to say it, that I ignored the responses. And I, um, and I, I that would be unfair, me. Nikki. To that say would that. be unfair. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, we, I missed her, her, lots of people obviously shouted out some, uh, some options, and uh, I, I missed the, the gravity shout. But Mark brought it to the table a couple of days later and said, oh, this We were going to call me. it 11 originally, weren't we? Well, 11 was being bounced around, yeah. It was yeah. never my favourite, but I would have went with it. I um, liked 11. I thought 11 had something strong to be said. But gravity's much better, and it's a better spin, um, especially when you're going out and touring and stuff. You know, you can you can kind of work with the word gravity for different things. 11? Uh, it's not your 11th album, is it? It is. It is, yeah. Wow. Get out of here. You serious? If we call 11, you would know that, well, and it would be a talking point. But exactly. It's not now. I can't yeah, know it's called Mandarin. It's well. still a talking point. Now we're talking about we're it. We're talking about it now. <laughs> wow. Oh, we, okay. we, we should call the next one 12. Yeah. I think with the, is a I think, number than 12. I think with you the... Cu- I'm gravitating to the current title, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. And, uh, and Kian, are you currently, uh, someone has asked, managing a girl band called Wonderland? I am currently managing a girl band called Wonderland. That is true. Okay. Until they fire them. And they've got, a, they've got a TV show starting on Saturday night on ITV2 after the X, Extra Factor. Right. And um, it's a very, very entertaining show, actually. It's about me and Louis Walsh putting the band together and putting them through their paces. I and come across very, very grumpy and moody in it. Do you indeed? I do indeed. But what's mean come across? Everybody knows you're grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so listen, I, I want to say, I know we're really tight with time and you guys have got the busiest schedule on the planet because you've got your 11th album to promote called Gravity, which is out on the 15th of this month. And uh, of course, the new single, which I'm going to play right now. Would you guys like to... And don't forget, we're coming back to Liverpool Echo Arena, which yes. we absolutely... We actually... Liverpool is one of our yeah. favourite cities on tour it's insane venue and the crowd there are probably one of the best crowds in the UK for sure. Don't you find us a bit like coming home? It's like the 33rd county of Ireland. It definitely you know it is. It, yeah. it really does have that buzz to it, doesn't Do you it? You know, when we're down on the Echo Arena, we're right obviously there on the on the on the sea, on the docks. Yep. So if you actually take a good run and, and jump, yeah. you could nearly land in Hoth in Dublin. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, there's a little fact here you may or may not have known. Uh, recently, in recent years, they made uh, Drogheda a city and Dundalk a city. But up until that, the closest city to uh, Dublin anywhere on the planet was Liverpool. It is. Yep, yeah, so there you go. A lot of people say that was the people. Miles, isn't it? What's that? 20, 24 miles. How many miles is it between? Yeah, 24 miles. We could swim it 24. for charity next year. Yeah, we could do it on a jet ski. Quicker. <laughs> well, it would be a lot quicker and it would be a little <laughs> bit safer as well. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Just talking to you, peering Look over there. Look, he is. He's trying he to cheat. Jay, I'm looking at that fruit over there. There's no way to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the morning, when you wake up, Radio City 96.7. The boys from Westlife, uh, their new single comes out uh, the stroke of midnight into the 7th of November on iTunes. You can download it and then on hard copy on the 8th 
of November, Monday the 8th of November. It's great to have them on the show. Yeah, They're always a good laugh, I love they? that story about uh, sitting in the Royal waiting to get stitched up. Could you, you can imagine? Just see them, can't you? All the guys that, uh, all, those, all those people that go out late and get really bladded <laughs> and they're sitting there with their bumps and bruises and scratches and they turn up and they go, Jesus, Mary and St. Joseph, it's only, it's only Kay and Egan from Westlife and Nicky and Mark. <laughs> I'm surprised I've never seen them, actually. Yeah, I'm sure there on a Saturday there, yeah. night. Yeah, you normally are in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> With your head, st- your hands stuck in a teapot like Mr. Bean. Do <laughs> 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 you remember when he had to go to A&E? <laughs> okay, right, uh, this is uh, probably on a more serious note. Uh, city surgery, this is uh, Elliot Wilde, who's uh, eight years old. And uh, he sadly contracted leukaemia a couple of years ago. He was on the mend and then, as if from nowhere, came back uh, twice as aggressive as before. And he needs a bone marrow transplant. Uh, We spoke to his dad, Ian, uh, just last Friday and hoped to get an appeal to get people to go down and give a swab sample uh, as they were doing testing in uh, over in Bevington, I think it was. It was, yeah. Higher Bevington. Higher Bevington. Uh, and the response that we got to that was phenomenal. Here was the chat that we had with Elliot's daddy. Radio City 96.7. And we got contacted a wee while ago uh, about a great little kid called uh, uh, Elliot, who is eight years old, and uh, he, uh, he developed leukaemia, and uh, he was getting on famously and was on the road to recovery, and then without any warning, as sometimes these things happen, uh, the leukaemia came back even more aggressive than before, now covering 95% of his body. Elliot uh, is undergoing more chemotherapy at Liverpool's fantastic Alderhey Hospital. Good morning. If you work there, uh, if you're a patient there, or your mum and dad uh, who's got a child there, good morning to you, uh, and I hope everything goes okay for you in the best possible hands. Uh, the facts are Elliot will now need a bone marrow transplant to save his life. Uh, I've got his dad on the phone, and uh, he's called Ian. Good morning, Ian. Ian. Morning, Simon. Good morning. Ian Wild. Uh, nice to speak to you. I would love to, dearly to be speaking to you under different circumstances. It would be nice, however. Nice to speak to you anyway. Uh, it is nice to speak to you. Now, uh, tell us uh, how uh, Elliot is currently. Uh, I know he's in Alder Hay now currently, and you're there uh, with him. Uh, how, how is he? Is, is he okay? Is he stable? Elliot, is... Mate, Elliot, Elliot is, for those who know him, is a remarkable I, I use the word young man because he has grown up a lot over the last 18 months with yeah. this situation. He's, he's on so much treatment. He doesn't moan. He, he very rarely gets upset with himself. He knows he's got to do it. And he's very, very upbeat and, and full of beans, you know. Just like an eight-year-old should be. He's great. It makes you, as an adult, when you see children coping like that, it makes you feel a bit humble and oh, almost bordering in a bit inadequate in a sense because the uh, children are just amazing uh, amazingly brave and uh, where they get the bravery from i think in a lot of ways the braver than us adults um it's, it's no, doubt. no doubt so uh, any any joy i know we did an appeal on the breakfast show a little while ago for the uh, the bone marrow we need a compatible donor uh, any joy in that front not yet no not yet we're we're heading towards a, a kind of a date of somewhere in around Christmas into January where we, we need to have shored something up. So um, can you tell me why ex- exactly? You would think like blood groups, it's A or A plus or B or B plus. Uh, has he got a rare bone marrow or is there just simply not enough donors coming through? No, it's it's actually, it, it's to do with tissue type, not not particularly blood. In fact, right. it's got nothing to do with blood. It's, yeah. it's to do with tissue type. Now, 
here's a fact that the consultant told me last week that there are more tissue types there are more permutations of tissue types than there are human beings who've ever existed on the planet oh my god that's that's just an unthinkable figure if you can get your head around that one then you can kind of see where we're starting from however obviously over the, the millions of years that people have been taking over particular tissue types have developed and have become more common right however we have one of the rarer ones within that group Right, so, so now the, now people would be scared off because normally if you went for to see if you were a compatible donor for, for bone marrow, um, then it was a little bit of a big issue. Obviously, with uh, the way we've progressed forward in the wonderful world of medical world as we know it, uh, it's, it's no big deal to go and have yourself tested now, and there's a testing day tomorrow. Uh, firstly, tell us whereabouts is the testing day and tell us how simple the test is. Right, tomorrow is the big day for us. It is at Higher Bebbington Junior School in Mill Road between 10am and 2pm. For those who navigate by pubs, it's the one behind the Acorn pub in Bebbington. Right, okay. Now, all I need tomorrow is people aged 18 to 40, over 8 stone in weight and in generally good health. Yeah. So come along They'll fill in a very, very simple five-minute form which relates to some medical issues to make sure you are fit. And then all you've got to do is spit into a tube. That's the test. That is the test. That's the test. There's nothing, there's no needles, there's nothing else involved in the test. You will then be, be put on the register and if at any point in the future you are lucky enough to be called up as a potential match for a child or an adult, uh, somebody listening right now could uh, could be compatible with Elliot, your son. Absolutely. Um, this needs to really, really happen before Christmas, as you said. Uh, yes. The testing day tomorrow, this is all in association with the Anthony Nolan Trust. Anthony Nolan, they've been remarkably helpful all the way through it. Their staff will be there. We've got 30-odd volunteers from the local community who are coming tomorrow as testers and helpers. So it's all getting set up this afternoon. So come along. Okay, to- spitting a tube for me tomorrow. Tomorrow morning from 10am, and uh, we're looking for as many as possible yeah. uh, to go along and be tested, and it really is a swab, just a little bit of spit, and that's it, spit in a that's, tube. That's all there is. There is a second event, if I can mention it as well. Yes, of course you can. The second event for those who can't come tomorrow, we've arranged for one in Liverpool on, the, on Sunday the 7th of November. That's between 11.30 and 3.30. Yeah. And that's at the St. Anthony of Padua Parish Hall in Elmsley Road, Mossley Hill. Okey-cokey. And it'll be exactly the same situation. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Unbelievable. And thank you very, very much if you made it down to Higher Bebbington last Saturday. Uh, nearly a thousand people turned up there wow. to give uh, swabs. Basically, as he said in the, in the little chat there, it's just a spit in the tube. That's it. There was no needles, uh, no, no pain. Uh, and basically, you could be helping out so many people suffering from leukemia. Uh, it's Radio City 96.7, the Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi, and the Co. Now, here is a little clip from our Foops a Daisy Friday of a guy who's absolutely sick to the eye teeth of getting cold calls from uh, call centres. And his reaction 
sort of tells the story, really, how he feels about these people calling his house. Have a listen to this. What the Mr. hell do you Mrs. want? Mrs. Carter. What the hell do you want? We're calling today to ensure you're getting the best value and service. Go on, call up your <laughs> and get me off this. This is an directly phone and now includes British. Okay. We pay the bills now. Get the phone out. <laughs> do you understand? I understand, sir. Good. Right. We'll make sure it's down and don't okay. ring me again. Okay. Otherwise, I'll come and free your scrawny <laughs> neck and I'm in physically. No problem. Do you comprehend? Yeah, uh, uh, all it takes is a couple of seconds. Oh, God, you <laughs> just go and no problem. comprehend. Yeah, no problems. Thank you. God, don't ever ring again. Right. Thank you for your time then, sir. Thank you for using... Do you know what? It reminds me of someone I know that. Oh, Simo. Yeah. Do you know what was so funny? And these guys that are uh, call you, call, call you from call centres and stuff like that, they're trained to persevere. Now, even though that guy on the other end of the phone sounded like psychotic and he would have slit somebody's throat. And I mean, I'm not exaggerating here. That's what he sounded like to me. Even when he was foaming at the mouth and swearing like a trooper, the guy still came back from the company and says, yeah, I know what you're saying, but it'll only take a couple of minutes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, the word I was bleeping was blooming. Yeah, blooming. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fiddlesticks. That uh, is one of the little clips that we do on Friday. Foops a daisy Friday. It could be a little... Uh, a little oops, a little bloop from maybe a celebrity or someone on a TV show or a radio show. Uh, if we think it's worthy, we'll get it on on a Friday. Uh, radio City 96.7. My name is Rossi and the co are Jay Hines. Hello. And Claire Simonson. Hello. All dressed up in pink and very excited about Take That coming in the show this week. Uh, right, here's uh, some of the best of a very true-ish, when I say very true, true-ish, bundle of old baloney, quite frankly. Well, most of them are anyway. These are the best of the true stories which go out weekday mornings at 6.35. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Let's talk about, uh, about life before the computer age, okay, and compare it to life today. So, many, many years ago, Memory was just something you tend to lose with age. Yes? Yes. Yeah, mem- uh, an application was uh, normally like for a job, employment. Yeah? Would you agree? Yeah. But an application form. Yeah, an application today, you think computers, don't you, and apps and everything mm. else. Uh, a program was a show that you watched on TV. Uh, a cursor uh, was someone who swore a lot. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, yeah. A cursor, yeah, cursor. yeah, cursor, someone who swore a lot. Um... A keyboard was a piano, wasn't it? You thought yeah. a keyboard, a piano, or maybe if you're very modern, like a, a, maybe a synthesizer. Uh, a web, of course, a web was a spider's home, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, we're just comparing stuff. Uh, a virus was the flu. Uh, a hard drive was a really, really long trip down a motorway or an A road. Yeah, a hard drive. Yeah, yeah? like you drive now week to Kent. That was mm, a long, that was hard, a hard drive. drive. Yeah. It was a hard drive. A mouse pad was somewhere where a mouse lived. Yeah. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah. Would you agree with that? In a little mouse hole. Yeah, we're comparing, you know, stuff like to how it was before the computer age and, and now. And way back in the day, if you only had a three-inch floppy thing, uh, you hope just no one would find out about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
<laughs> it's all true, though, isn't it's it? It's very yeah. true. And that was me thinking you were going to be all intelligent then. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I hope we're finding you okay this morning. Like a true story? I love one. I'm surprised this wasn't all over the news yesterday. Really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it will be now. You're going to read it. Mm. Well, I'm, you know, I, was, I wasn't the only one that witnessed this, but I was uh, walking uh, walking up uh, walking up uh, from Renshaw Street yesterday, and suddenly something caught my eye, and I watched on as, in total amazement. Total amazement, Jay and Claire, and everybody listening. Uh, as the Greek god of rain and thunder on a huge white horse rode past me, heading up Hardman Street. Couldn't, couldn't believe I was absolutely... I gazed on in amazement as this great big Greek god of rain and thunder whooshed by like a vision. As he went by on his great big white horse the size of a mini elephant, he looked down at me and he boomed as he gazed at me and said, I'm Thor. And I said, that's because you forgot your saddle, you silly thuffin'. <laughs> Right, listen very carefully, Go if you on. don't mind. Right, this is the true story file, but this is a history lesson, okay? Today, 1805, something changed the course of what, how we progressed in Britain from thence forth right up to the day we're living in now in 2010. Uh, the Battle of Trafalgar was famously and gallantly won. Britain, of course, uh, beat France and the Spanish fleet. The hero of that battle, of course, was Lord Nelson. Without Lord Nelson's diligence and bravery and know-how and knowledge, we would have lost our battle and it could have changed the course of way, the way of things to come. But uh, Lord Nelson, of course, uh, wasn't actually celebrating the win because he was wounded, severely wounded, and proved to be fatally wounded today, 1805, when the Battle of Trafalgar was won. Uh, wounded in the exchanges. His close aide, of course, his right-hand man, was the famed Hardy. Hardy, you've heard of Hardy. He, of course, was uh, the great uncle of Oliver Hardy, as in Larlan Hardy. No. Really? Yes, he was. This is an all true story and a part of history. Lord Nelson, of course, unquestionably, is one of Britain's all-time great legends and heroes. But it's that famous quote on his deathbed before he dies that would sort of concern you and worry you a little bit. Picture the scene, 1805 the year... And there he is, a man lying in bed, and he looks up at his right-hand man, his aide, and he whispers, Kiss me, Hardy. I mean, not even a chat-up line, I bought him a drink first. <laughs> well, do, you know, uh, do you know people, when they get a bit of authority, and they really go OTT and stamping down their authority, abusing the position, so to speak, people that get a badge or a uniform, and they re I don't have a badge or a uniform. It's <laughs> uh, so not your point at me. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah, like, a, like a teacher who's really, really up themselves. and Yeah. Well, you like well, the whole power thing. Do you like yeah. to see somebody who's a bit power crazy being brought down to earth? Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, right then. Well, there's a, a DEA officer, and he stops off at a big ranch uh, in the outskirts of Texas, and he talks to the old ranch owner. He says, uh, Rancher, I need to inspect your ranch for illegally grown drugs. 
So the rancher looks at him with dismay and says, well, that's not my kind of uh, my, my kind of field. I don't do that sort of thing. He says, but help yourself. The only thing I'll tell you, uh, Mr. Officer, is uh, don't go over to that field over there. And he points over to the right-hand side of his massive big Texan ranch. The DEA officer explodes and looks and says, hey, listen, mister, I've got the authority of the federal government with me. Reaching into his rear back pocket, he removes his big badge and proudly shoves it in the rancher's face. He says, look at this. See this badge? This badge means... I am allowed to go wherever I wish, anywhere on this land. No questions asked, no answers given. Do you understand? So the rancher nods his head and says, yeah, yeah. But he says, I'm advising you not to go into that field over there and points over to the right again. See this badge, says the DEA officer. Do you see this badge? This means I'm allowed to go wherever I want, on any land, anywhere, no questions asked. Do I, I... Make myself clear, rancher man. The rancher again nods and goes about his business. Short time later, the old rancher hears loud, loud screams and sees the DEA officer running for his life, chased by the rancher's biggest one-and-a-half-ton bull. This is an award-winning bull. One-and-a-half tons with the sharpest, biggest horns. With every step, the bull is gaining ground and getting closer and closer to this officer. And it seems likely that he's going to catch up with the officer and the officer could get gnawed to death. He's running and running and running like mad and he's screaming and crying. The rancher throws down his tools. He runs up to the fence and he yells at the top of his voice to the DEA officer, Show him your badge. <laughs> So I went to see this hypnotist last night. Uh, most bizarre thing happened. He had uh, he had seven big burly blokes up on stage, and he had them in a complete hypnotic trance. They were under his spell. Everything he said, they obeyed. They were completely under his control. Whatever he said, they did. So he was going through his routine and he got them all under the spell and they were standing there on the stage ready to do anything he commanded. As a poor hypnotist, he turned around to the crowd and as he did, he dropped his microphone onto his big toe. And in a fit of pain and anger, he shouted out, Oh, bugger me. And what happened next will haunt me forever. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Carl. Okay, in kids' movies, who was Thumper the rabbit's best friend? No. Dear no, I'm me. Oh, like dear, dear, dear me. Dearie, dearie me. You're going to go Bombie when you... <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Bombie. Hey. Back in the morning when you wake up. Radio City 96.7. Radio City Breakfast, the podcast with me, Rossi and the co. And uh, 6.35, they get the best of the true stories. And then, just after that, uh, we have a little feature called The Crack at Dawn, whereby we play a clip, and you've got to try and establish exactly what the song title is and who it's by. Here's the clip. OK, ladies and gentlemen, uh, attention, please. Can't be at attention, please. I hope you're enjoying the entertainment so far tonight. Now get yourselves ready for the main attraction at the Rossi & Co. Working Man's Club. Be upstanding and put your hands together for the main attraction tonight. It's Larry Laugh-A-Lot. Larry! So that has been going for months and months and months and months and way before the school summer holidays. And I had the gall and I'm dared to say to you two, I think this will still be going when the kids go back. It's almost Christmas time and it's still going. I can't Which... believe it's in its 90s. 
Yes, it is. Well in its 90s now. So uh, have a little listen to that. You can check out our uh, homepage on radiocity.co.uk. Click on to Rossi and Co there and you'll see all the incorrect guesses. If you can guess what song title we're trying to establish with that and the band, we'll sort you out with an awful lot of CDs and it could take care of an awful lot of your Christmas presents. It's got to be said. Uh, Also last week there was a survey as to uh, who despised their mother-in-law most. Was it the men of this world or was it the ladies of the UK? And the, I think the absolute daddy of mother-in-law jokes has to be this guy. Please forgive me if I appear down in the mouth this evening, but I've just had some bad news. I, tomorrow it's the mother-in-law's funeral. <laughs> and she's cancelled it. <laughs> Absolutely, despite the things I say about that gog and that woman, she's, <laughs> I'm very fond of her. When she was ill last year, I said to the wife, I said, don't worry about your mother. If she's at death's door, I'll pull her through. <laughs> <laughs> she went for a swim, Loch Ness and the Monsignorette, and picked it in the lake. <laughs> I haven't seen her for about a fortnight. So it's a fortnight ago, I was in a public house with dubious distinction. I can imagine how I felt. There she was, lying on the floor of a four-ale bar in a pool of spilt Britnick and chewed cashew nuts. <laughs> six men from an oil rig were hitting her with bar stools. One of my neighbours said, you've got to help. I said, no, six of them should be enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great late Les Dawson, and he was the king of the mother-in-law gags. Uh, right then, we did a little bit of a survey, and uh, here's the result. Uh, 51% of women said they would rather stay at home and clean the house than go round and visit their monster-in-law. 36% of women said they would rather visit the gynecologist than (laughs) than visit the mother-in-law. I nearly said something there, and I'm glad I didn't. Uh, 30% said uh, they would rather do jury duty than go and spend any time with the mother-in-law. God, that's that's disdain. That's more than just dislike. It's bordering and hate there, but listen to this one. Uh, 28% said that they would rather do this than go and see the mother-in-law and us go to the dentist and have a root canal treatment done. Oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. What sort of mother-in-laws must they have? So uh, which category do you fall in? Is it stay at home and clean the house, visit the gynecologist, uh, <laughs> <laughs> jury, do jury service or uh, root canal? Which one do you fall into? Oh, root canal every time. <laughs> <laughs> root canal every time. Love your style. You don't have a mother-in-law, do you? No, I don't. No, I, have you got any mother-in-law jokes? Um, well, I, I, I know stories. <laughs> no good story about the mother-in-law. Well, go on. Uh, if I did have a mother-in-law, this yeah. would have happened. Yes, go on. Uh, well, apparently last night the local peep and Tom knocked on my mother-in-law's door. Yeah. Really bad. He asked her to shut the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now, you're funnier than Larry laugh a lot. Alicia Dixon is right, Rossi Law. We are JLS. Is right, Rossi Law. Hi, this is Fiona Lewis. Is right, Rossi Law. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. on Radio City 96.7. And finally, in the podcast this week, we spoke to the marvellous Marvin from JLS just before they went down to perform and pick up some more mobile awards. The guys have just been on a roll since they uh, became runners up in 2008 on the X Factor. And this is what Marvin had to say for the Mobos. 
and the future months to come because they're coming to play live in Liverpool soon. This is Marvin from JLS on the Radio City Breakfast Show with me, Rossi, and the co. Morning, Rossi. How you doing, mate? I'm very good. I should call you Marvellous Marvin, like the great Marvellous Marvin Hagler. Thank you very much. He did. He, he changed his name by deed poll, didn't he, Marvin Hagley? He did change it to actually Marvellous Marvin. But I, I, th- I, think, I think it's, it's equally suited to you. So you're going to step out on stage tonight and you probably won't be as nervous as you were a couple of years ago last year when you picked up the uh, awards. Now, I'm hearing all sorts of whispers and I know, <laughs> right, you're on live radio and I know that the, there's some things that you've got to keep under your belt. Yeah. Uh, now, is there a collaboration or... Uh, tell us as much as you want to tell us as much as you can tell us about tonight okay, and your well, performance. Yeah, we're doing a world exclusive collaboration tonight mm-hmm. um, with an artist who has had an incredible year this year and the artist is not from the UK. So, uh, Rossi, that's as much as I'm going to give you, mate. You're going to have to tune in tonight. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'll be there tonight. I'll be, I'll be there tonight, by the way. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. Male or female? Give us that. It's a male. Is it a male? You, you, could, oh. you could have covered all bases and said it's a he-she. <laughs> but that would have got you in trouble when you stepped out on stage with he or she tonight. Uh, so you're in Liverpool now. You'll be getting down to the Echo Arena. What will you do today? Will you go and do a little bit of a sound check and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah sound check today. Um, also rehearsing for a couple other bits that we've got coming up. We're just using the time, you know, because so much happening this year. The new single, the new album. We've got a, a tour coming up that starts end of November. We're going to yep. be at the Echo Arena doing our own tour later in the year. So, yeah. um, you know, we've got a lot going on, so we, we have to use every hour yeah, I, I don't know how I don't know how up to date you are with, uh, with with everything you do, but you've you've had to add a second date due to massive demand and popularity, which is brilliant. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, obviously every time we come to Liverpool, the response is incredible. You know, we love we love the scouts. We can't wait to work out on the stage. I'll tell you what, you'll be well received tonight. Very quickly now, X Factor two years ago, which is uh, and you've made an incredible journey in two years. Uh, who are you yeah. tipping for two thousand and ten? I'm going to make a prediction that yes. the three finalists will be Cher Lloyd, One Direction, and Matt Cardell. Ooh, Matt's been a lot of people's favourite from the very, very beginning. Yeah, I think, and, and Rebecca's actually really good as well. So I think it's going to be a tough one. I think uh, all four of those could win. Rebecca put in a great performance last weekend. So uh, it's still wide open at the moment. But that's my that's my hot tips. I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it is, it is a tough one. And I think when it does get down to the final furlong of six, five, four. It yeah. will be whoever really pulls it out on the night will go through, you know, and it will be exactly. that close. They'll all be neck and neck, and it'll be just for those who who, uh, who, ste- who steps up to the mark. Uh, so it's a really tough competition again this year. Absolutely. Re- Rebecca's doing all of you look proud, for sure. Of course she is, of course she is. <laughs> Tell us uh, very quickly the title of uh, the new album, which comes out, I think, in November. Out of This World. That's right. So the new album comes out November the 22nd. Right. It's called Out of This World. And, um, you know, as I say, it's going to be a big step up in quality from the first one. Hopefully everyone's going to like it and and pick it up when it comes out. Marvin, uh, looking forward to seeing you and the boys from JLS on stage later on tonight at the Echo Arena. Of course, you'll be coming back later in the year, the brand new album on 22nd of November. And Love You More, darling. Uh, Love You More is is the new single that's released on the 14th of November. Good luck to that. I can't wait for your collaboration. Uh, Loads loads of people are going to be very intrigued as to who it is. It'll be great, and uh, congratulations everything you've achieved so far, and good luck with the new single and album. Thank you, guys. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Marvin. Thank-
Thank you. Bye. Bye. JLS. Thank you, pal. Thank you. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Uh, Lee and Haswell, uh, word of advice for you, Rossi La, and your listeners. Never moon at a werewolf. <laughs> Radio City 96.7. Once again, thank you very much for taking time out and downloading and listening to the podcast. We go out weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10, Monday to Friday. You can listen to us on good old-fashioned FM, Radio City 96.7, on DAB Digital Radio, or uh, you can actually download the Radio City app from our website as well, lest we not forget that, or listen online, radiocity.co.uk. Until next week, have a great week. Ciao, baby. Thank you. Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes.